This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey everyone, welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I am your host, Judy Gold, and this week we have part two of my interview with Modi, and we're going to be having a part three, a surprise live podcast with Modi coming up as well. Um, So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, I just also want to let you know, this is a very big week for me. It is my birthday uh, on the 15th, which is tomorrow. Uh, If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it is on Wednesday, the 15th. And on the 20th, Monday, I'm getting my knee replaced. But I'll talk to you before then. But I'm getting my knee replaced. My left knee, it's about time. I can barely effing walk on it. It's it's hell. So it's a big week for me. It's a big week. And Sunday, I can't eat most of the day because the surgery's on Monday. And I'm going to be hangry and annoyed all fucking day long. Anyway, so that's what's going on. I just also want to let you know that... I just, I was in Atlanta on Saturday on the 11th, uh, and I performed at the Marcus Jewish Community Center. And it was such an amazing show. A lot of people showed up. It was uh, packed. We had to move to the gym, uh, out of the theater into the gym because uh, so many people came. And it was just, you know, it's so weird doing these Jewish shows. I mean, Jews love comedy and I I do a lot of shows at Jewish community centers and theaters inside the Jewish community centers and benefits for Jews, 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 because we, you know, we've used laughter and humor as a coping mechanism for a very, very long time. It's different now. I mean, people are really in a, in a different place and it's, you know, we could talk about endlessly about what's going on in the Middle East, but the anti-Semitism, just the the blatant, the out of control, the it's as if it was just waiting to burst. This anti-Semitism is so so upsetting to so many Jews that it's hard to laugh. But I have, you know, I can't tell you how many people said thank you and that this is exactly what they needed and they didn't know if they could laugh, but they did. And I definitely feel it in the clubs when I talk about being Jewish. Um, it's a different experience. It it really is. People are openly 
anti-Semitic. And it's a scary, scary time. So if you haven't reached out to your Jewish friends, you know, it's it's a little late on your part, but I'm sure that they would appreciate it. And I'm not talking about your views on Gaza and Israel, and I'm not talking about that. It should be a separate issue, but apparently it's not. And um, yeah, the the anti the pulling down of posters is anti-Semitic. The ign- the willful ignorance about what is going on in the Middle East is. It's it's disgusting. It is disgusting. And the, the fact that people, you know, are such experts, you know, it's just I mean, to me. It's it's incredible that people have these uneducated opinions. Get off fucking TikTok. Get off that shit. That's not where you go to learn. The misinformation, it's just so upsetting. But I just want to say the anti-Semitism, you got to stick up for the Jews because your lives would be shit without the contribution that Jews have made. It's totally shit. And, you know, the people who hate the Jews so much should have to live without the contribution we've made. Okay, and see how fucking, you know, how great your life is. It's just, I, I can't. I could go on and on, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, because you know what? I have Modi on. So, I mean, how Jewy can you get? How Jewy can you get? So, yeah. Um, I also want to say that I am going to see Elisa, my lover, is taking me to see Harmony on my birthday, which is the new Barry Manilow uh, musical that he wrote with um, Sussman. I I can't remember Sussman's first name because I'm so tired. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, But anyway, so uh, she's taking me to see Harmony on Broadway, which, you know, I love. it's Bruce Sussman. I knew it was Bruce, but I was not sure. Um, Anyway, so we're, we're going to see that on my birthday. It's about a singing group, three of the members, we're Jews and the Holocaust and the Jews and the Holocaust and the Jews. Um, and so we were, you know, we went to Ben's game. Um, I, I flew in from Atlanta early Sunday and then we drove to Connecticut to see Ben play basketball. And we were at dinner and Ben and his girlfriend, Samantha, both when I mentioned that I was going to see Harmony, had no idea who Barry Manilow is. And, you know, that makes me want to kill myself. It really doesn't, but it's like Barry Manilow is such a big part of my life and my soundtrack of my life that I can't fucking believe that my kids don't know who Barry Manilow is. I just, it's so, I mean, it was bad enough years ago when Ben had all his friends over 
in, I think it was in middle school, and they didn't know who Barbara Streisand was. I mean, it, it's really, yeah, it's it's mind-boggling. But, you know, I knew all my parents, maybe because I was just a nerd, that I knew all my parents, you know, the Andrew sisters. I mean, I knew a lot of you know, the ink spots. I mean, they're, whatever. I'm old. I'm old. And, you know, now I'm older because <laughs> I'm going to be 61. But... Anyway, that's that. Um, so listen, enjoy, enjoy my interview, my uh, second part of my interview with Modi. He's very entertaining, as am I, and we're old friends. So sit back, relax, and enjoy part two of my interview with Modi. So you graduate. I mean, how do you become an investment banker? Like, how do you get a job at Merrill Lynch with that, with that degree? And by the way, you're all, I, you also um, went to Yeshiva's Bell School of Music to study cantoral music. Yeah, I so I had a um, so now I moved to New York City. Right. I had this job. Were you um, in BU with Elon Gold? Same time. Because I same time. I remember when he was in college, uh, and I would work in Boston a lot. And he, I remember his senior year, and he. He opened for me. So, yeah, that's hilarious that you went to school together. So yeah. funny. Ilan and I went to BU. I was a Chabad guy. I went to the Chabad yeah. house. And he went to – he was a Hillel right. guy. But we crossed paths once in a while. And someone would tell me, oh, he's a comedian. He wants to be a yeah. comedian. I go, what does that mean? You can tell jokes. What? Really? Mm-hmm. I did. I, you have to understand, my first time at a comedy club – is my first time performing. Yes, I know. We'll get to that. Shut up. Don't bing. I okay. have that. But you go. Can we take a minute? Can we take a minute from me? Just one second from me. Oh, because I, I haven't what? been talking about you at all. No, I want. I said one. Oh. One. I want to take a break from me. Oh, from you. And discuss with all the gays in your life. You couldn't find someone to help you decorate that room. Okay. First of all, you fucking fuck. My friend's child is staying here. Okay. Okay. So those the, of you only those of you those of you only listening, allow me to describe the no, room. No, please. It's <laughs> it's it's in. We just painted. We're cleaning it out. We're going to be putting up stuff. But my friend's child is staying here. So the sofa is now a bed. Shut the fuck up. He's nineteen years old and he studies opera at Oberlin. And he's a Jew. Um, okay. okay. It's not a great room right now. Okay. But it usually I looks just, good. I just, Go fuck yourself. I, all I see is a black wall behind you. You're so judgy. You're, you're saying this is my, my, our art. This is our okay, art. Great. <laughs> okay. You get. You curse so much. I know. It's, you and Periel. You and Priel curse so much. I don't know. It's been since I'm a little girl. My, I used to get in trouble for it. I got the belt. I got, yeah, I used to get in so much trouble, but I'm telling you. Okay. So you get a job at Merrill Lynch as an investment banker. How do you go from psychology to investment banking? Okay. So I got a job first in psychology. I was working at this uh, me- mental health clinic thing. And then my friend said that they were hiring at, before Merrill Lynch, I got a job at ING. It's his Dutch bank. And um, I came on as like an intern on the 
on the FX desk, on the derivatives FX desk. I knew nothing about it, but I learned. And um, I, uh, I worked with a guy. So this is how long ago this was. I worked with a guy who used to smoke. In the office, of course. This yeah. is So this is just for context. This is 1992-3, right. which was already the end of that smoking yeah, indoors. Yeah. But he, he was such a high producer. That they allowed him to smoke. It's like Dave Chappelle in the comedy clubs. He could smoke. Yeah. Yes. So now, my mother, until my bar mitzvah, used to smoke three, three packs wow. a day. Wow. And so smoke, I could be in a room full of smoke without even feeling it. I was his assistant for half a year. No one lasted that long. No one lasted that long. And now you have lung cancer. Good night, everybody. Okay, go ahead. Good good job. Um, and then I got my licenses, my Series 7, 63, commodities. Blah, blah, Did blah, you, blah, blah, blah. was it hard the- to, I mean, I have ADHD too, and uh, undiagnosed, now it's been diagnosed, of course, but was it hard to learn all that or was it easy because it's so mathy, quickie? As, as you know, somebody with ADHD and dyslexia, we learn tricks. Yeah. I also stutter. I also thought I was just I just had breakfast with my friend Arthur Luxemburg and he's he's a trial lawyer with a very strong stutter but you learn tricks right. for example Biden's for a example stutterer. yeah so we we talked about that actually Biden's a stutterer and he also knows tricks right. but he's a little old now and forgetting his tricks so for example the letter M L and S I can never start a sentence with those letters. Okay. If someone asks asks you, asks me, what's your name? I never say Modi. So my name is. I have to be. Oh, no, you can't in, say my. No. You can't. I'm. I'm Modi. Right. I'm already right, in right, the right. M. Wow. Right? Um, is there a protest yes, happening right now. in this I live off of Amsterdam right. Avenue. It's so fucking annoying. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, and so in banking, I learned all the tricks that I had to learn there. When someone would put an order in, in my mind, I knew I had to verify the number five times. So I would <clears throat> write it down. And of course, which is also could be a disaster because sometimes if they say 5,136 shares, in me, the one and the three could be switched. Right. One, th- one, three, one, right. six, five. So I had like so many ways to verify and check myself. I had all the tricks. Right. You learn tricks. Right. Being ADHD and dyslexic, you learn tricks to do it. And I learned all those tricks. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I got my licenses. It was, it was, if you think my mother was impressed from Friendler on the Roof, when I told her I, I got imagine. all my licenses. I, I know. <clears throat> so you pass all these things and, you, and you're and you an investment banker. Because yeah. l- 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 let me yeah. tell you something, because all her friends were all trying to get into this business. All her friends' sons. sons and they were all failing this exam. So when I came to her and told her I passed all these exams, she was like, what? And, but and you that know was what? it. Yeah. Uh, what? Then she was like, you know, my son uh, Modi, uh, he passed all the exams. Modi, he's so what? Mm-hmm. I love the Modi. Okay, so anyway, so you, and I remember you 
when you worked at Merrill Lynch, but I, we're not going to get there, but we're going to say that you still no idea about performing, but you would come home and you would imitate your coworkers or you would imitate them at work. And, uh, your friend, Donnie Moss. Who for one minute was going to be a comedian ended up opening for you. And he opened for you in, in P town or somewhere. And he, his entire recollection of, if you could sum up his comedy, he said to me, when I opened for Judy gold, she goes, Go do 15 minutes and then you can go get your dick sucked in the dunes. <laughs> At the dick that, dunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the dick. The dick. <laughs> that's his entire, he said, if he, that's his, he did comedy for a minute. He was very funny. He was a very yeah. Wendy Liebman type yes, of comic, yes. you know, like blah, 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 yeah. you know, that. And, um, but he opened for you and, and he said he'll never forget that. Just do 15 minutes and you can go get your dick sucked in the dunes. <laughs> hey, everyone. You know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality. And they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required, okay? And Factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me, I never lie, Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S, dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero, okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold 50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. At this time, uh, now, this is the 90s, and 
you know you're gay at this point, right? You're, I mean, you knew in college, but now you're, you're actively being a gay man, but not telling anyone. Easy. No, no, I'm Easy. saying, I'm not, Easy. I'm not judgy. I'm saying that you are, okay. I'm not being judgy. I'm saying a, lo- a am, lot of people had, a, had, you know, okay. no, felt so threatened. Let's, so let's, so, so I'm, uh, but I so remember you, I'm like, I know he's gay. But but then you would have like girlfriend like I would think oh like yeah okay so officially I'm bi right Leo my my husband calls me a highly functioning bisexual okay that's how he that's how he refers to me I had boyfriends and girlfriends and I brought them to the comedy cellar yeah. the comics all knew I was gay. Right. They didn't know if I was coming in with a guy or a right. girl, and it was completely on stage. I was just a big Jew. Right. I didn't talk about any of that stuff. I never had a joke. My girlfriend Believe did this. Me. My boyfriend did uh, You know did what? That. You're talking to someone. I came out in '96 on stage as a gay parent, right. but before that, everyone knew I was a big lesbo. But I didn't have any jokes. I was in a relationship. Like really, it wasn't. It wasn't part of my persona. And I was working in the right. straight clubs and it wasn't something I wrote material about. Um, and then once I had a child and I was a gay parent and it was like, oh, the, how do I not, how do I not talk about this on stage? I have to. And what kind of message right. does it give my children where I'm like, oh, no, we don't, we just don't talk about it. No, I want you to be proud of this family. So you were going through that period of time that I went through in the 80s of, you know, everyone kind of knows you, but you don't talk about it on stage and it's fine. Um, but I also remember you always being in a really nice looking suit because you were working all the time. You know, you would come from Merrill Lynch. I was like, God, he's like dressed. He's like, like Armani, like, you know, I, I, again, one time when I was, this is, I was doing open mics and whatever it was coming from from the from Met Merrill Lynch in a suit. One time I, I I spoke to you about this on my podcast, but I was on a show with you at a at a, a bar called Uncle oh, Charlie's. Oh yes, yes, yes. And I showed up <laughs> in a suit in this gay, gay bar. Gay. And 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 then and you were like uh, looking at me, and you had some like quick comments right. about the suit and whatever, and then it was just very, very funny. It was just, but yeah, I, I used to come from the bank directly right. and go do my spots, right. and um, which is today why I'm I'm much more comfortable on stage with a suit, which I- and that's a persona that I've made. And by the way, I just did, you know, I had the tour in Israel, I had six shows in Israel, and then four shows in Paris, and I had a Schlep four right. suits with me. I know that's what people don't and understand then, with my suitcases. I don't dress like a spot. on the yeah. day. On the day, yeah, you don't. You actually pull it together for stage. Um, uh, on uh, on the You're day that my show was canceled, that I hate you so much right now. Go ahead. Okay, and then I um. Go ahead. On 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 uh. On the day my show was canceled in Paris, Matteo Lane, like, again, that's a part of my comedy right. family as well. He was doing a show and I went and I did 20 minutes before him. I opened for oh, him. Oh, awesome. Have you seen how he's dressed? A crop top. Oh, yeah. No sleeves. I know. A pair of jeans from 1980. Yeah. And I, 
in he could pack for a nine week tour in a in a in a uh, an, in, in a knapsack. Right. I know. I'm with valises. I don't understand it. It's I, so uh, you're oh, from so the jealous. same school. So I know you're from the same school as me, and that I always put on makeup and I always put on an outfit because I feel like it's my job. And these people are paying a lot of money and I should, and like, I remember, I remember this is, I remember a catch rising star in the late eighties, Adam Sandler comes in. Um, and he's like, you know, 19, whatever. I don't know. He was very young and he comes in and he's wearing sweatpants and like total slob. And Louis Faranda says, who was the, he was the bartender. And then I know he became, Louis Ferrando. Yes, no, I'm saying for the audience, he was the bartender at Catch, but then he became uh, the booker at Caroline's. But he says to me, he's going to be a really big star. I'm like, he dread. look at him. He didn't even shower. And of course, you know, he was right. Yeah, I know, it's just so funny. Like, you know, I, I don't know. It's I think it's a Jew thing. Look nice. Da, da, da. Okay. So, and, and I will l- listen. I, I, one of my gurus in life, uh, RuPaul says, if you want to dr- put a suit right. on, people take like you Tony more seriously. Does too. And, and I, and I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something, even up, up the suit. So, when I began doing comedy, the tail end of the cat skills was going on. And, um, I know this story. I used to get booked. Yeah. I used to book, I used to book. I, they booked me nonstop at these like five different hotels, same. nonstop, yeah. same act, same act. I did the same act and they loved it. And I had in the back of the car, I had two tuxedos. Wow. And the shirt and it's tuxedo. Couldn't be easier. I got there, put this thing on. And I, I wore tuxedo it. with a black tie, yeah. with a black tie, not with a bow tie, a black tie. Right. Woo. That was cutting yeah. edge. And I would just, do the shows. They loved it. It was tuxedo, a fuck, a tuxedo. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I you, love you that. You almost got me to say the F word. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Um, so you're one of your mentors is someone I worked with, uh, who gave me some amazing advice was Alan King. And, um, I worked with him and he's, the, he told me, what? That I was working, I, we did this thing at Harvard. It was me and him and, oh God, who was it? It was um, Paul Rodriguez, um, someone oh, from wow. the, from fucking, not Bob Newhart, but uh, oh, from the, Carol Burnett. Anyway, and it was for PBS and I was the one female comic. And uh, I was working at Rosie and he said, no, you cannot write for other people. You You are a performer. And he said, I did it. I wrote for other people, people, you, I'm telling you. And he, you know, he was like, don't go down that path of writing, which I took his advice and God, if I had gone down that path, I would have such a nice apartment that you wouldn't be fucking criticizing you fucking asshole. Anyway, um, <laughs> or you'd be on strike right yeah, now. Well, how's that? Well, I was, I was in the, I'm in the writer's club, but anyway, so you, um, <laughs> you had, you had comedic influences, although you had no idea you were going to become a comedian and you start doing stand up in the nineties, uh, because Donnie tells you, this is funny. You should do comedy. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking? I don't even know. And he takes you to a comedy show that you're in and you go up, 
and start telling these stories. And now when you got your first reaction, that first laugh that night, and you said it was like when yeah. you did Fiddler, but yeah, did, was that when you said, listen, I'm not going down this Merrill. I can't do this Maryland shit. I mean, did you, did that? No, 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 wow, no, 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 new, 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 no, no, and no. I'll give it to you. I never even thought this through, but great way you set me up. You're very good at this thing. Thank you. I'm at Merrill Lynch. I come home and me and Donnie and whoever friends we were with, I would tell the stories yeah. of the secretaries and the accents and they would die. Donnie said, you got to do this on, on stand-up. I go, what do you mean? At that point, the only people I've ever seen do stand-up was on HBO, Bill Cosby, that amazing special he had where he sits in a chair. Yeah, he's a great guy, he too. Met, really fantastic the, person. Amazing guy. Yeah. love him. Really, really. A quality really, person. A, 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 a Doug Machaya. Yeah. Really. Uh, uh, a yeah. Mensch. Anyway. Yeah. He, a mensch. A mensch. So that was the only comedy I saw. And, and then one time I saw Buddy Hackett. I opened I for never him. Saw, I opened for him either at the Concord I, or Grossinger's. Yeah. So I never really saw this stand-up comedy. Right. And then he, so I never saw how it works. Right. I never saw, back then it wasn't on TV like it is in uh, Beyond, nonstop yeah. now. That was the only two things. I only had reference of comedians. <clears throat> I get on stage. I was just, I wasn't doing comedy. I was doing what I did at the table. Then Kerry Hoffman. Kerry Hoffman. Coffee Breathman, we called him. Coffee Breathman. <laughs> That's what we used to call him. Um, it was his club. It was his club. Yeah. He happened to be in the room and he said, that was very, very funny. You have to understand, it wasn't Jewish. It was just over the right. top. Oh, I remember. Literally. Cody. I remember. To be to be honest with you, it was drag without a, yes, without 100%. a uh, without a dress. It was drag without a dress. Oh my god! And I I Leo. have I have to say, knowing you for so long, I've yeah. seen how your comedy has changed and developed, and you don't you you were such a performer in the beginning, but you didn't have the, the craft, at, you know, cause it takes 10, 15 years for the craft. So you were really pushing it. You pushed it a lot. And now you're so much more nuanced. Um, yeah. And it's so nice to see, like, I love watching the development like that, but I knew you were, I, he's, he's an, he's gets the audience in the palm of his hands. he, he, you were, you were compensating for the lack of experience and you've, but you got all of that experience and you're so nuanced and, and, and but you were killing and lack of a voice, yeah, but you were yeah. killing. I, I was the same way. I was, I was this like tall, loud Jew. Um, but once you work on the craft and the craft and the craft and get on stage and the craft and the jokes and the bring the story up, don't write on stage. So, yeah, I, I, I. So to 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 just summarize what you're saying is this: I was I was right in the beginning. I was closing the shows at Stand Up New York and at the comic right. strip, and it was because no one I, wanted I, to follow you. Yes, yeah. right. But the, I what it wasn't developed was the voice, right. and then the when the voice developed, it became a Jewish voice, not a gay voice, right. and that's how that went into. But yeah, and keep in mind, one of the things is 
I, I, I still didn't want to be a comic. It wasn't my, it was like a fun right. thing that you I was doing. You never took it seriously. So, yeah. So I was like, I don't care. I got nothing to right. lose. Let me go sugar on the stage right. here. Let me go wild here. I don't care. Other comics like, oh my God, that joke didn't land. Oh my God. I'm not going to get right. spot. I know. You I'm didn't like, have I don't care. That. I know. You didn't oh, have yeah. that. I mean, which is, I think you're pretty lucky that you didn't have to deal with that yeah. shit because, yep. you know, you did a very Jewish thing, which is, you know, my mother was like, you have to have health. I, I would work during the day. I'd barter at places for health insurance. So I, I was a typesetter. Um, I typed really fast and I would, this, they don't have typesetters anymore, but that's what I would do. And I'd work enough hours. So I had health insurance and then I'd go out and do my stand up. But I wasn't one of the comics who was not working, you know, not taking care of themselves financially and then complaining. Um, so we come from sort of the same, you know, being Again, responsible. Looping it back to why I loved Alan King. Right. Alan King's comedy was not, I'm a struggling right. performer. He was like, I'm doing shows with Judy Garland and right. this and that. I bought a house in Great Neck. Right. I'm producing shows here. I got, he was from a f- place of success. Success, entrepreneurialship. Not, not, he wasn't from a place of, uh, I can't get my rent, so I can't right, this and right. that. It was more, it yes. was, I, I like this. I like that. And the cadence and the, oh, the yeah. timing he was, was a, And favorite. a great yeah. joke. I'm, and I'm, a great guy. I loved him. Um, yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I know we're supposed to wrap it up, but I have to ask you a few more things. Number one, I can't believe, I mean, and I, I, you know, I worked the cat skills too. A lot of us did. We, I would do the midnight show and then finally you got graduated to the other show, but you know, it was such a lesson because if you want a tough audience that those fucking cat skill audience, they do not, they just don't laugh. It's like too bad. They they don't. They're not get, polite. When you get when you get, you them, get them, yeah, it's you'll never have a high like that again. Yeah, you oh, I mean, I the theme song of my podcast is the Barry Sisters singing "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head" in Yiddish. Oh, and that's the theme of my podcast. Uh, th- that's my our theme song, and which is probably illegal, but I don't care. I love the Barry. And you opened for Claire Barry at the fucking last week in the Concord was. Uh, yeah. I, I just, can you believe was, these people we got to meet? Oh, Claire. I, stop. Are you kidding me? C- come on. Freddie Roman, oh, Alan oh. King. Stu. Stewie Stones. Comics that Penny were. Young and Morsh. Henny Youngman, Shecky Green. Um, I got there's a, I have a picture of me, you, me, you, Pat Cooper, uh, Caesar. What's his name? Sid Caesar. Caesar. We did a sh- we did a show for the Friars Club. Yeah. We did a show 
I have a, sh- a picture. Oh my God, me, can you, you send me Alan that? King. We'll use this as the clip. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Don't What's the me. name of the of the other guy? Um, he bombed that night. Um, he's the guy that, that has the bit, I can't stop my leg. I can't stop my leg? It wasn't Kevin Meany, was it? No, no, I, no, no Kevin no, no, Meany no. was it hilarious. Was... Who did I can't oh, come stop on, my you know leg? He did. He had like nine HBO specials, and he always did the same. But I can't stop my leg. Whatever, right. whatever. Anyway, he was on the show and bombed. And Pat Cooper came on. Oh, and so Pat funny! Cooper's opening Robert line. Klein. Robert Pat Klein. Coop- Robert yeah. Klein. Robert Klein died so bad that oh, night. Wow. Pat Cooper comes. Pat Cooper comes. So ro- 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 Robert Klein bombed, bombed, and then Pat Cooper comes Robert on. Klein, another guest stands, yeah. stands. Looks at the audience, like dead silence, dead silence, and says, I'm here to tell you that Robert Klein's funny. And the audience, the audience died. And the other thing that happened that, that night, Henny Youngman was in the audience yeah. in, a, in a wheelchair, in a wheelchair in the audience. And Freddie Roman said, ladies and gentlemen, we have tonight here the legend Henny Youngman. Hands him the mic from the wheelchair on the thing. He did 10 minutes of nonstop ding, ding, yeah, ding yeah, jokes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'll find the picture. I have, I have to it. tell have you, you know, I loved those friars. I mean, I love that. Again, it's someplace I would be going right now for lunch, considering what's going on in this, but it's not open anymore. But it being a woman in those shows, like I was the Jewish woman. Um, it was it was challenging sometimes. I never thought I never I never thought of it, but it was always like five guys, and, and they put you or Corey Kahane right. on, and, and that and, was it. And yeah, that was it. And we had to be like very effusive or, or to Wanda them. Sykes Hall, yeah. or Wanda or Wanda Sykes Hall to show how no, you don't say Hall anymore. Be. You don't say Hall anymore. What is it's it? It's just Wanda. What Sykes. is it? Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, you better be fucking sorry. So at I'm now, sorry. I love. Her. I know I love her too. But then she was that. Okay. Go we ahead, have to have ahead. another podcast because I have to um, talk to you about what it's like to be out in the Orthodox community, which is um, and the Jewish. community. Okay, but so so we'll do we'll do another podcast. But we should end this up like like. But I want people to listen to this podcast. And again, it's in the middle of a war, and the reason we we talked a little bit about it in the beginning, and the rest was just nothing about the war, just so that you could have an hour of just not your brain. Right. Not in it. People, I love nothing. I love more when people come to tell me, we listen to your podcast. You know what? And it's just an amazing hour to just not, not have to think about. Okay. And thank you for just. Yeah. I love you, Modi. I love, we're like brother I love and you sister. Too, Judy. Okay. Just yeah. tell the audience why I always ask what you do for your mental health. I exercise. Yeah, same. I, 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 the gym. Uh, I, if I can give some people advice and not that people ask me, but. When you go to the gym, don't be like, oh, I have to do right. this because I ate muffins last night and I had pancakes two days ago. Go to the gym to celebrate what your body right. can do. Even if you're picking up a five-pound a five pound weight, go, thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to be able to do right. this and, and enjoy it. And, and you feel you so good do, when do, you're done. And you feel amazing when you're done. And, uh, you know, again, half the challenge is just to get there. I know. And you get there and then uh, do whatever you can in your thing. house. Yeah. 
It's always the right. Uh, yeah, and uh, and that's yeah. okay. The last question we ask because it's called "Kill Me Now" is what pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? Like, what makes you crazy mad? It could be anything. Uh, people's dogs in the city. It's it's out of control. Barking dogs <clears throat> and shit. I live in a building. I have so many the dogs in my fucking building. Too. I walk out of my door and it's like. Rah, 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 rah. It's the the barking of the dogs is not okay. Yeah. Uh, your dogs are not, your dogs are not, I, I know you think you're saving the world by this rescue, this free dog you got. Um, it's driving me insane. We had a situation here, luckily it's resolved, but a barking dog, if you're in the Hamptons, have a dog. If you're in Manhattan, your dog is barking because you left the apartment and it's an emotional right. mess. It's not okay. You are, you are uh, affecting the quality of life of yes. other people. And that's it's not, and I don't know why. But this is a, I'm sure if I knew this question was going to be asked, I'd have something. All right. Better. Well, next time we. Uh, what, what what was the question what, again? What pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? Like I mean, makes Hamas, you crazy. Hamas, oh yeah, Hamas, Hamas. But I mean, but but uh, but I but I, I wanted to get something a little more specific. But obviously, because I know cause people can people can be like kids are being kidnapped in Israel, and you're worried about dogs. I'm like, really? I know. It's I like just, you can't say anything would, anymore. You can't say anything, no. and it's always but, but, but. But when you say, I, yeah, when you say Israel, when you defend, you know, oh, my God, these hostages, I, it's always yes, but. Uh, but when you say I something say about the innocent say, Palestinians, it's not but, you know, ever. And I'm, I'm going to say that I'm going to say that, yeah. that I'm going to also say that our, our audience, by the way, really came through. I, I, I had those shows right after the war broke out. I have shows coming up and we made an announcement that, look, we're doing the shows. Proceeds will be given to the FIDF and we sing her tukba at the shows. And I never got back anything like, um, how can you do shows? How can right. you do shows? You know, Elon, I spoke to Elon. He says he, he can't get on stage now it's and do very shows. Hard. He doesn't. I have to because I have kids. It's be, be, because, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 but I'll tell you why it's hard for him. He's, he's, he is in his phone yes. and Instagram and news all day long. Right. And he's, he's do doing that. this thing like stop scrolling and he's scrolling. So he's got a, yeah. um, no, no, that was a very nice post he did with the total. Oh, scroll absolutely. And the two I love that. Very, I love that. I love that. Um, Modi, we got to do another one. We got to do another one. I think yeah. that, that a bunch of us should actually do one Jewish comic speak out. And, uh, okay. because you know, and Leo's adorable. I love him. Mm-hmm. Whatever he loves I you. I love him, Modi. Thank you. I don't know when it's airing. Everybody, I'll be. I have a tour coming oh, out. Oh yeah, modilive.com. Yeah, modilive.com. Modilive.com. I have uh, a whole bunch of dates all over America between February and uh, I the summer. You will. Oh, it's. I'm sixty. Um, okay, go ahead. Oh, I'll be sixty-one no, when this. When this. Kenina uh, Hara. Whatever. I'm old. You'll see. I said, I said, Kanai Nahara, you could hit a bell for the Kanai Nahara. So uh, get your tickets. Not only that, be the friend that brings the friends to the comedy show. When you see me or Judy selling a show, buy a bunch of tickets. Yeah. And be the one that be like, hey, what are you doing? I got a ticket for you. It's such a, it's such an amazing gift to give people. What are you going to bring over yeah, a challah? Yeah, exactly. Bring, bring over people tra- to laugh. I brought you a... I brought you a bottle right. of wine. No, I got two tickets for you and whoever your significant other is or that mess you're dating. Bring them. I got I got you covered. Uh, be I the friend that. that brings the friends to a to a comedy and show. And call your Jewish and, uh, friends and tell them you love them. 
ModiLive.com, M-O-D-I-L-I-V-E.com. And I have a podcast too, which Judy's yes. on. Very good episode with Judy. Episode. Uh, and, and here's Modi, yeah. A and great you know, clips Henry, from yeah. Is that he listened to that entire episode? Has never listened to an episode of my I heard. podcast. <laughs> okay, I heard. Maybe because it's hard to well, he can listen, but to watch that room is very hard. Fuck you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Love, Love you. you. Be Thank safe. Stay. By the way, I'm so I, I'm so my happiest thing from the end of COVID was I was able to stop saying stay safe. Oh, I know. But now stay, stay safe, safe yeah. is back. Ugh, I know. God. It's awful. Thank you so much for listening to part two of my interview with Modi. This wonderful podcast is produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmeling, marketed, clipped, everything else by Brittany Joe Sowards. Richmond. Um, uh, again, I, I, I'm not going to be plugging any shows, although I, I should plug the show that I have coming up on December 16th at the South, it's SOPAC. It's the South Orange Performing Arts Center in South Orange, New Jersey on December 16th with the amazing Liz Glazer. So that's going to be a nice Hanukkah show. So that will be my next big gig after my knee replacement. Oh, yeah. So let's hope that goes well. I, I want to thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you're listening to the end, I love you. Um, I just want there to be peace, and I don't want to uh, walk around in fear. But I'm a changed person. I think every Jew you know is cha- a changed person. Even the Jews that weren't even Jewy are a little more Jewy now. Hmm, it's interesting how that happens. But, you know, pray for peace. No one wants any of these innocent people dying anywhere. I mean anywhere. I mean in Israel, in Gaza, in other places where they this happens all the time and it's not reported. Yeah, war is terrible. Prejudice is terrible. And, you know, I wish it was the world was a simple place, but it's not. Anyway, so that's that. That's that. I'm an old Jew. And I love you so much for listening. And what else do I have to tell you? Nothing. I know I sound a little nasally because I haven't slept in a few days. And this is what happens to my nasal Jewish voice. So thank you all so, so much. Thank you for reaching out. I hope you're following me on the Insta at Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y, G-O-L-D. And, uh... You know, I don't even go on X anymore. I do. I check it sometimes, but I don't know. It's annoying. But I'm, I'm into the Insta. So follow me. I'm doing some fun stuff on there. And uh, I don't know what else to tell you except um, thank you again. And as we always say, so long. Gah, 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 gah.